Welcome to the TV show show. I'm Rob Schulte. I'm Brittany. Hi. Brittany, big day. Big oh, day. Yeah. yeah. Season two premiere of our show. Oh, yes. The TV show show. We don't have some secret television show. Not Is yet. It, if we did have our own show on television, what type of show do you think it would be? Would it be a sitcom or would it be like a morning talk show? Uh, it would be more like a variety show. <laughs> Sometimes we would like, we'd always have like an opening act. Yeah. And it'd be like, what are they going to do this time? And like, sometimes we'll be like, okay, hold it, everybody. This is not going to work. We have to decide who's going to talk first. Okay, I'll go first. Sometimes we'd be like, no, this time it's a. I think a variety show is the way to go. I agree. We're still workshopping it. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of note cards that have to be placed on the wall before this uh-huh. gets off the ground. Uh-huh. Uh, I, okay, so. You know, we like to be really upfront with our listeners. It's one of our staples of why we're such a successful show. That's right. Uh, we're recording this way in advance, uh, but we're at this like really crucial point where we can see that people really liked season one and are anticipating season two, but we know it's going to be a moment before we get to season two, so I'm really excited. Me too. It's like getting a gift for someone months and months in advance and having yeah. to wait to give it to them. <laughs> and then forgetting what you got them so that it's almost as exciting when they open it. So yeah. you're like, ah, yes, I did get you that potato peeler. Exactly. And then you're like laughing at your jokes from three months ago being like, I am funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I only do that in those moments. That's right. Brittany, given the time that we are recording this, part of the reason um, I have felt behind, no one will know this but you, is that I just finished a really huge project that you have a cameo in. That's right. I do have a cameo in it, but why don't you tell us about it? Okay, so everyone, it's old news to to you. I know, I know. But like, if you haven't heard, I produced and edited this huge 11-part series for Stitcher Premium called Randy. It's got a much longer title than that, but uh, it's essentially a story of a man who pays to have someone make a podcast about his life, and he's a real piece of work. I thought you were going to say piece of shit, but I hear you. Well, he's that too. This is a family-friendly show. Oh, right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Bleep so. that out. Bleep that out. Okay. <laughs> Parents listening with your children, bleep that out. Go back, hit the 30-second <laughs> back button, uh-huh. and when it plays, go beep. Yep. In fact, you could go back 30 seconds, then go forward 30 seconds to me saying beep. Yeah. Oh, and that's, then, that's smart. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Brittany, should we get into today's episode? I'm ready. Season four. Episode, hang on, this is confusing. So, on Hulu, this is season four, episode two, Zach's birthday party. That's right. But there's no way this is true, because this season four is set up, every other episode is Malibu Sands, and the others are back in uh, Bayside. So, for the purposes of this, we're watching Hulu's Season four, episode two, Zach's birthday party. Uh, On IMDb, yeah, it was listed as season three. So I'm confused, but not confused enough to like figure it out. Yeah, but if you know, tweet at us. Sure. Use the hashtag pink jeans. Starting today, this is where I work. Pretty nice office, huh? 
During the summer, Lisa gets the gang jobs at the Malibu Sands Beach Club, run by the tough-minded Mr. Carosi and his daughter Stacy. The gang tries to hold a surprise birthday party. Okay, let's get into it. Iconic opening credits. We all know it. We say about the bell. Um, it's fun <laughs> looking at the lyrics when you've got the closed captions on because it really nails how cheesy uh, this show is going to be, regardless of what is actually flying in front of our face. Yes. I want to meet the person who wrote this song. I want to talk to them. I'd like to, I don't know, maybe offer to buy them wings or something. <laughs> But maybe it's just another uh, Jan Austen situation where they got a song, they're going to use it, but I feel like it's this is pretty on the nose. Yeah. The one thing I want to bring up about the opening credits, when they do the uh, group high five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Iconic. Iconic group high five. One person misses. Uh, who was so it? So if you go back and look, I think it's Kelly. Yeah, the hand flips through like a like a wet noodle. Oh no! Below everyone else's. Anyway, we open up on the Malibu Sands uh, Beach Resort. Um, voiceover of Zach, kind of like letting us know the exposition volleyball game. He says, "You see, the whole gang landed summer jobs at the Malibu Sands Beach Club." With a little help from Lisa, whose parents are club members. Girls on the beach, fun in the sun, money in my pocket. This is going to be the best summer ever. Surprisingly, is exactly what Mr. Carosi says. Well, he says, you think this job's going to be girls on the beach, fun in the sun, money in your pocket, but it's not. It's going to be work. And then he proceeds to say a bunch of like sexist things and he's really, stuff. he's really sassy, nasty to everyone. He even calls Slater like what I want to say man meat, but that's not it. And yeah. it's not Mr. Man meat. It's not meat man. What, what did he call him? I missed that. Uh, but I know he calls Kelly a shrimp. Yeah. Which, first of all, Mr. Carosi is Pumbaa in the original Lion King. Oh. For real? So, yeah, we know that he's sassy as can be. Uh-huh. But in all, everything you said, he goes down the line and gives people jobs by his opinion of their personality or physical traits. So he just makes Zach a social director because he was the first person to talk. Yeah. He calls Kelly a shrimp and somehow doesn't know if she's capable of being a lifeguard because... She's small, but she's not a small person. She's a regular size. I mean, not even re- She's There's nothing about her says shrimp, so I don't understand what he's... T- I just feel like someone wrote this script yeah. and didn't look at the actors playing the roles, and now it's just a bizarre, wandering concept, and they throw Jesse in there to speak her mind as her character is wont to do, and that makes her... That gets over this weird lifeguard thing pretty quick and into Jesse becoming a receptionist. I don't know. It's uncomfortable. It's a nightmare. It's it's but it's a daymare because we live it every day. It's the know? sun is shining. And you know, I did think, you know, just like a hot take at, at the beginning at the top, I was like, "Oh, this one's going to be about sexism." Okay, I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you prepare yourself. Zach is rubbing lotion. <laughs> Uh, and you weren't all wrong. 
Oh, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't. I thought it was going to be like the Like a very school. special episode? Well, yeah. no, every single episode has like the special message. And so it was just kind of funny when we got to the end of this and it was like, there was no message about it. It was like, oh, we got to the end and nothing happened to the, you know, super sexist, like misogynistic <laughs> um, piece of shit who's like managing teenagers. You could argue that uh, everyone loses at the end of this episode. That's true. And... Maybe that uh, this is more of a haunting, weird alternate Saved by the Bell universe where no one learns lessons and everyone is bad. (laughs) Except for Kelly. I mean, she saves a life. Yeah. Speaking of Kelly. We're on the beach. Screech, I guess, is a food service guy. He's screwing up drink orders for Slater. Kelly's got the binoculars on, looking out over uh, the choppy waters. Where a customer, a patron of Malibu Sands comes up and is like hitting on Kelly. And in a way that's... He says, how do I get mouth to mouth? (laughs) And Mr. Croce comes over and blames it on Kelly. He says, stop flirting with that man. There's nothing she can do to, to, to stand up for herself because he moves on to kissing ass of another customer, That's which right. is also something that he is wont to do. Anytime yes. he can kiss the ass of a customer, he does it. Can you blame him? It's been made official that Screech is a wandering waiter. <laughs> he's terrible. Because he was getting the drinks on the beach and now he's serving Lisa in the dining room. Yeah. Zach is sitting with Lisa, but I guess Karosi did say that as a social director, he has to do whatever someone asks of him. Yeah, well, Lisa, Lisa's like, well, he is my guest. He's my friend. And he's like, okay. But then he whispers in Zach's ear, don't you fucking eat her ever again. I swear to fucking God, uh, if you... Ever. Ever. Sit here or untuck your goddamn shirt. It's going to be the interview. Yeah. The fucking it. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much that scene. But yeah, this next scene, we're finally at reception. Yes. We've been dying to know what Jesse's up to. We, we've we been wondering, we're like, what's Jesse doing? She's Everyone's on calling the, in the hotline. Everybody's calling. We're all wondering. She's on the phone and he's like, that's not how you do it. This is how you do it. And, you know, just that whole, oh, you're doing it wrong. But uh, so micromanagement. I know. And she did a great job on the phone. I would love to speak with her. Hello, Beach Club. Elizabeth Hurley, hit us up. We'd love to speak with you. Thank you. Is that Elizabeth Hurley? No, uh, it's not. (laughs) Oh, you just wanted Elizabeth Hurley to call us? No, well, I would like Elizabeth Hurley to call us, but also Elizabeth Berkeley. Oh, okay, okay. They're close. (laughs) All right, point being, they're planning a surprise party for Zach. That's right. Slater, Kelly, Lisa comes in. They're going to do it at least as parents, like, party house. I don't know. They have, like, eight houses here. Right, because they're rich. Lisa, you're so nice to let us stay with you this summer. Oh, well, I've always wanted sisters. (laughs) But they, you know, they get out of it real quick because Zach comes in. He expresses that he's very frustrated. Maybe working here wasn't such a good idea. But... Leah Remini walks in the door and his mood changes. I take that back. Stacy Carosi. Stacy. Stacy's little sass factory, which of course she is. <laughs> hey, and to be fair, Zach is also Zach Sassy Shipping. Is that a is that a 
Okay. Well, she's SAS factory. He's SAS exports. But she does sort. a good job, whereas he just seems like an entitled asshole all of oh, the time. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was saying SAS factory like in an affectionate, endearing way. But yeah, and Zach just sucks. Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, why do you want to talk to the manager? He's an asshole. And she's like, that asshole is my dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we fade dissolve to the next scene of Kelly, Kelly just running on, on the, the beach. beach. But when she comes back to the house and they're like, they, they obviously have it in the script that, you know, it's like, oh, stretch when you get back to the house, you know, and that the director was like, OK, and just do a couple stretches. And then, you know, that she stretched so awkwardly. I'm like, it's not like she didn't know how to stretch. Right. Yeah. They were just like, we have five seconds before this scene begins. It didn't have to be so awkward. <laughs> okay, so this goes even more awkward to like extremely awkward. It's a roller coaster of a scene. So, stretching aside, Jesse comes out. She fights with Kelly because, you know, roommates do. But it seems like Jesse is the only one in the wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she is extremely messy. And anytime someone's like, hey, yeah, I asked you to clean that, she'd be like, oh, so you're my mother? Yeah. It's like, no, you just live with other people. So be respectful of the space, you disgusting yeah. slob. <laughs> and they said that she snores. Yes. And so she's trying to throw back on them, like, don't whistle the Rocky theme as you're getting ready to go run. And she's like, you woke me up from snoring and I'm also sleeping in a pigsty. I can forgive the snoring because you may not be able to control that. I understand. But clean the fuck up. You know, this ain't all on me. And the scales weighted unfairly. I agree. And Lisa agrees, too. And it's really hard when there's two people that don't seem to have any issues and one person who has a big (laughs) issue. All I'm saying is it's a failure of a group dynamic. But yes, the guys come in. The guys show up. They're like, morning. Can we offer you ladies a ride to the club? Oh, thanks, guys. But first, what do you say to breakfast? Oh, great idea. Where? Here, mama, get in that kitchen and make me some French toast. I don't do French toast. Oh, bacon and eggs would be fine. Make my eggs scramble. And if you don't shut up, I'm going to scramble you into a dork omelet. It's really sexist. That's why I was like, this is definitely an episode about sexism. (laughs) And it never was. They never talked about it. And it's almost like these types of jokes are in every episode so that the girls can, like, fight back and be like, you sexist pigs. But that's not, I I don't think that's how children read it, you know? Like, I think they read it as funny that these guys are super, like, machismo bullshit because even Screech, like, plops on the couch with his arms crossed like, <laughs> chicks, why don't you go yeah. fix me some sandwich, baby? And if I'm not above Screech, then I yeah. want off this planet. <laughs> w- <laughs> I'm starting a new place. Yeah, uh, no dust and diamonds. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Um, but the women change the subject to... Hey, Zach, we heard you really blew it with Karosi's daughter yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me how anyone knows. I guess Messy Jesse would have had to have told everyone. <laughs> Typical Jesse. But Zach says something very uncomfortable to me. He says he's going to have Stacy Carosi eating out of the palm of his hand. That's gross. Yeah. 
I th- I mean, like, I know it's a phrase. Uh, but, but I would gross. like to understand the context. <laughs> um, is she a pet in this know. fantasy of sex? I don't like imagining that either. Yeah, get it out of my head. Okay, so in the next scene, it, it it's it's a mirror image of the opening scene, except instead of uh, Mr. Croce, it is Stacy. Well, they're both there, but then Stacy goes into laying down what one would call the law. Yeah, I would call that a law for sure. She's the the assistant manager now. She's managing the summer staff. She's from the East Coast. She does not fuck around. No bullshit. Slater under his breath says, great, I have a woman for a boss now or something dumb dumb like that. Great, we're working for a woman. <laughs> Will this ever end? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not personally trying to be like, sexist, sexist. I'm just saying I really did think that they were doing They were trying to do it for a reason. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're really going to drive it home, and then we're going to learn a lesson about it. Oh, boy, were you surprised. Were you being awesome and gnarly? It's hilarious that she brings up California surfer humor. Oh, weird, weird. Yeah, like, essentially saying, like, I'm not here to smoke doobies and surf waves and cruise the chicks. I'm here to make money, and I'm here to get the fuck out. And yes, I am your age. Uh, Slater makes fun of Zach saying, yeah, you really got her eaten out of the palm of your hand. And Zach looks dejected. But luckily, not for very long, because in the next scene, he's playing volleyball with a bunch of bikini-ridden babes. I got to ask you a question about this scene, Brittany. What's up? It's a, it's a transitional scene. It's getting us to a point where Stacy Carosi can talk to Zach a little bit more one-on-one without people around. But Zach goes to show one of the women how to serve the ball. Yes. And she has a line. You usually don't get lines from extras like this. And she says, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> do you think that was in the script? I don't know how to do it. Or do you think that was a... In the moment, director being like, say that line. Yeah, I think it was definitely in the moment. But I mean, I don't have any authority on that. I'm just saying. Sure, sure, sure. But that is a decision to get someone more money. I don't know how to do it. But was it like in the scene? Like, isn't it like when the the, the, the lights come up and she's kind of like, I don't know how to do it. Well, they had already been playing volleyball for a bit. Okay. Maybe the lights in my head came up at that moment. Um <laughs> I, I must have. Hey, I could out. be wrong. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's no way. Stacy Carosi shows up. You are not being paid to party with the members. What? You're here to work, right? She's yeah, just like, don't goof off, asshole. It's so true, though. I mean, you know who she's? She's like what, sixteen, seventeen, telling people what to do. Maybe that's the real issue here. But because yeah. it's like really, it's valid. It's like if my boss. The other day, I, t- I was telling you, I was like, that maybe I would get fired because I Googled Elf twice in one day. I was like, this is getting flagged in IT. If my boss came to me that day and was like, dude, like, you're Googling Elf. Can you please get back to work? I'd be like, shit, that's awkward, but valid. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't Googling. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, very valid. And I think this is the scene where she said that she's not. I'm not interested in lightening up or chilling out or hanging 10, Okay. I've got a job to do, and my job is to make sure you do your job right. It's really painting her into a corner for Zach, because Zach must be right, and he must be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, right. So the next scene, he's being all pissed off and then finds out that Screech is making all this money. 
So he's like, I'm going to go ask if I can be a waiter. Screech is a nerd. He shouldn't be making more money yeah. than me. He's, he's a nerd. I'm the cool guy. I need to make the money. I got a Mustang to buy. Then they find out that Lisa didn't ask her parents if she could throw a party there. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I didn't ask. Um, they're actually having a party of their own at my house. So Sorry. Yeah, but it's crazy because it's just like, but wouldn't you ask your parents anyway? Yeah. So the next scene starts out with Slater uh, peeping on women, I guess. Oh, must have my eyes closed. <laughs> He's sitting with Kelly on the tall lifeguard chair, and he's like, Whoa, check out those dolls. But I had to rewind and put on closed caption because I thought he said, check out those balls. And then I thought he said, check out those thongs. But he actually says, check out those dolls. Oh. (laughs) Toys. Keep it up, Mr. Wiener. Yeah, Screech is a hot dog working for Zach. It's so important to Zach that he makes the most money possible this summer that while he's at work, (laughs) he's also tending a hot dog cart off of the official grounds of Malibu Sands. And his boss at Malibu Sands comes over to him and is like, you can't do this. And Zach's like, yes, I can. I'm not on the property. And then what the boss should say is like, no, you can't do this because you're fucking working on my dime right now. Yeah. But some reason Zach can talk his way out of this because he gets whatever the fuck he wants. Apparently. I'm not even that angry about it. I'm actually kind of impressed. But like, if it wasn't because he was a bleach blonde smarmy dick, I'd probably feel a little bit different about it. But he somehow talks his way into getting the food service job. Yeah, and the guy says, all right, we'll give you a trial, but don't mess it up. And what does he do the next day? Or he goes to his, this version of the job with his shirt untucked. Yes, and he's serving, of all people... Stacy Carosi. Yeah, the daughter. And he's being an ass. He's like, she's like, what are the specials? And he's like, ugh. Why do you even need to know the specials? She's like, what do you mean? Like, just tell me the fucking I'm your special. boss. And then he's like, ugh, it's cream chicken, whatever, you know. And then she's like, uh, are you going to ask me for water or something? And he's like, you know what? You can't treat me like this. You can't treat me like some sort of worker. Uh, How does he have this job? How has he not been fired? Like, four fireable offenses in the first 15 minutes of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's in the break room. It's really cool break room. Let me say break room 14 more times, okay? Zach's in there and he's like going off. He's like, I can't deal with her. She's crazy. God, it's working for a woman. It's driving me insane. Uh, Yeah, and I think like to be honest, it's like working, period. Like he's just so entitled. He doesn't want to have to work. He wants to make the most money. He doesn't want to have to tuck in his shirt. It's just like. Oh, man. People who make money tuck in their shirts. Man. Dude, and he comes in like arms are like flailing to yeah. the best part. By the way, when we finally set up our own recording studio, can we decorate it like this break room? Yes, I definitely need a little punching bag. Yes, and beach themed, but like 40 years old. Yeah. Everyone leaves. Stacy Carosi kicks him out. She needs to talk with Zach. That's right. <clears throat> Will you excuse me, please? I need to speak with him. Alone. Zach lays into her. He is an incredible jerk. It's another fireable offense. (laughs) But for some reason, 
she sucks it up, I guess, and sits there and looks sad. He basically is telling her, your daddy pays for this and like, this isn't even a real job for you. You know, your dad gave it to you and you don't deserve it. You're spoiled little rich girl. Even though everything she has done has proven herself to be a fairly stellar employee. She even treats her dad as if he is her boss and not her dad. Yeah, she's not the spoiled little rich girl like stereotype that you usually get in these shows like like Lisa is where it's just yeah. like I'm rich and beautiful. I don't need other things. Like My parents are surgeons. People like watching them slice their meat. Ew. Which is what Karosi says in the dining area oh, earlier. It was oh, very oh, gross. That, that's what that was about. Uh, we cut to Lisa and Kelly talking about the party again. And Kelly's like, yo, Lisa, hang on. I think someone's drowning. And they are. So she runs out and it's the dude who was hitting on her earlier. She saves his life and she's like, You were saved by a girl, Norman. I'm just going to have to find some way to live with it. Another thing pointing directly to your theory, Brittany, that this yeah. is an episode about sexism. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I am a little bit embarrassed, but... I am alive, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess we that. should transition to a new scene. Well, the manager did say, oh, you know, hiring a female lifeguard, I know, is a weird choice. But, like, see, don't you see that she actually worked out? And then he walked over to her and she said, don't ever let him swim that far out again. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, there's a little bit of control that needs to be put in place of the human who decides to go swimming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for some reason, it's always the staff's issue. Yeah. Uh, next scene is Slater and Screech in the biggest clothes humanly possible, <laughs> walking into uh, Malibu Sands. We know what's up. Oh, I didn't. The, oh, the birthday, surprise birthday party. Well, I mean, I know now, but when I was watching it, I didn't know. Oh, well, that goes to show how you and I uh, really sink our time into these episodes, Brittany. <laughs> Where are these three hot babes we're supposed to meet? They're right here. They make a really big deal throughout this whole episode that the surprise party will be at 12.01. Yeah. So that it is officially Zach's birthday. Who gives a fuck? Have it the day before. That's a real fucking surprise. And I bet Lisa's parents won't be having party two nights in a row. That's true. But, you know, it's funny because, like, if somebody was like, hey, can you come over? My party starts at midnight. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm going to be sleeping. Yes. Sirs and madams. The best joke in the entire episode is when they bring out the cake and it says, happy birthday, wrong number by the sea. That's right. And it's a throwback to the joke when Jesse was trying to order the cake. But guess what? They're throwing this party illegally, and fucking Tony Soprano comes in to close this motherfucker down. Wait, that's not Tony Soprano. That's Leo Carosi in a sweatsuit. <laughs> it is funny, though, because I when I saw that they were having it at the country club, I'm like, hmm, that's weird. I wonder how they got permission to do that. Well, in an earlier scene, they said they were going to be sneaky. Oh, damn. You catch everything. Well, we can't all watch this four times over the course of a week. (laughs) Uh, Leah Rimini is looking fashionable. She has a scrunchie in her hair. We we hear you. Totally the opposite of buttoned-up suit-wearing boss, which shows that she's cool and she can hang. And Zach's like, hey... 
sorry I gave you a hard time. Thanks for saving us because she took the blame for the party, said it was okay. <sighs> so Zach's right. She's wrong. She's like, don't worry. Like you said enough before. Sometimes the spoiled little rich girl can do the right thing. And then she leaves the party. I'm just like, <laughs> they didn't invite her. She saved your asses. Invite her to the party. Give her a piece of cake. The part that says by the sea. Yes. Or a flower. Uh, but maybe she's also being a good boss and you never party with the staff. You know, yeah. if there's like a work party, you're out of there like after 30 minutes. Let the staff do their own partying. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like a super cool boss. No, no, really no, matter. no, no, no. Because they, they, your boss can't see you get plastered. No, you know? that's always the worst. That's why I'm always leaving those things early because. That's why I've. Just kidding. Take that out. <laughs> I was hanging from the chandelier. I was like, it's fine. Was winning chili cook-offs. Yeah. It was crazy. Anyway. Brittany, did you like this episode? No, I don't like Zach. I really don't. I don't either. He's so irritating. He's so entitled. It's strange that he's like, you want me tucking my shirt? It's just like, dude, like, please understand. Come on, you're at a job. Okay, so in preparation, you know, listeners, just so you know, I chose this one. Um, but I was, I was like, we got to do a Saved by the Bell. It's classic. It's iconic. It's crazy. It's terrible. It fits right in with our personalities. <laughs> uh, That's how I would describe myself. I didn't know which one to choose. And in going through this, I also chose the one where Mr. Belding's little brother is a substitute teacher who somehow can change where their field trip goes. What? And... That episode also has sexist remarks, also has like a lot of like students thinking a teacher is hot, and it has a shitty Zach like making fun of a fat kid in it, like as if it's like really like passable, even borderline children humor. Like he pokes a kid in the stomach, calls him tubby, like (gasps) all in this guise that he's, uh, you know, like the cool kid who can get away with it because everyone loves him, but that's. He sucks, and this is also an episode that, no way. As much as I wanted to watch it, and I find that the Malibu Sands season is hilarious, this episode was, like, exactly what you said. Like, it was supposed to be one thing that it definitely did not become. And that would be the very special episode about sexism. And instead, it's a very special episode showing us that uh, squeaky wheels and assholes will always be able to get their way. That's right. No matter what. Hey, Stacy, if you want to buy me a present, I need a new surfboard, dude. Well, this has been another episode of the TV show show. It's been crazy. It's been a wild ride. Yeah, well, we'll be back in two weeks because we do these every other, right? That's Is that right. The plan? I think so. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. We're two a month. We're still figuring it out. No, this is what we do. Um... <laughs> Listeners, thank you. You can go to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash pinkjeans, and support myself, as well as Brittany. And it supports our other show, Pumpkin Spice Podcast, which is our horror movie show that some are saying is the only way they can ingest horror media. Because we're funny, and we do funny stuff. That's right. And the biggest thank you of all goes to uh, Jeremy Siegel for the theme music. Anyway, Brittany, I'm glad to be back in season two. Back at it. All right. See you later. Okay, bye. Bye.
Hey, that was good. Back in the spirit. Should I uh, stop recording now? <laughs> <laughs>